I'm Kate Northrup. And I'm Mike Watts. And we're partners in life, love, and business. Welcome to the Kate and Mike Show, where we share insights and interviews on entrepreneurship, relationships, parenting, self-actualization, and making a life, not just a living. Hello, welcome to the Kate and Mike Show. Today, it is Kate. There is no mic today because our daughter is sick and he needed to go get her at daycare. So I'm recording, but I'm not recording solo. I am recording with four of our incredible origin empresses. These women, well, you'll all tell me, but I think you've all been a part of origin for a long time. So, I mean, as long as you could have been given that we only started about two years ago. <laughs> I'm so grateful you're here. And for you listening, I wanted you to have the opportunity to hear about some of the ways that these women have reclaimed their time and energy as a result of A, their own evolution, because I would never take responsibility for somebody's journey, but B, the information, some of what we share in origin and some of the framework. So if you want to reclaim your time and energy, these four women are going to be living, breathing examples of you, and they all inspire me. So I'm really excited to hear their stories. So we're just going to get, get started and start with Simran. I would love to know about where you were in your life when you joined Origin, what your business is, and kind of the lay of the land of what's on your plate. And then later we'll get to, you know, what changed. So my name is Simran Bhatia. My business is that I am a small business coach. I was a small business attorney before this. I've just kind of taken the same coaching that goes about with that, put a bit of a spirituality spin on it. And I work mostly with mompreneurs who have kids under the age of five. So I teach them how to set up systems in their business, in their life to just streamline their time and their energy. And so Origin works so perfectly with that. Everything I have learned in Origin over the last year has been, you know, just 100% hand in glove with what I was teaching already. For me, I am a mom of, I'm going to say one and a half, because the second one is on the way. And... You know, it's just been incredible where I was before I really got into origin. We were, my son had a lot of health issues the first year. I was just kind of floundering, trying to figure out how to come back from maternity leave, but not really come back from maternity leave and what could be done in very limited hours. I'd gone from a billable hour model and just putting in constant time to not having a lot. And then I joined last January and It really helped me kind of get into that frame of mind of taking the cyclical thinking that I was doing the rest of the month with my body into my business. And it's made motherhood so much more enjoyable. I mean, because now I'm like with my son when I'm with my son and with my business when I'm with my business and just really making progress in ways that I was not before, despite having so much business experience, it was just you know, my energy was always waning and out of flux. And so this brought me back to center, back to myself. And it's been an incredible tool for me. I'm so excited to hear that. And you have some impressive, an impressive story about implementing the cyclical scheduling. So we're going to come back to that because I was kind of blown away. (laughs) So, all right, next up, Joanna, give us the lay of the land in your life and business. 
Sure. So I'm Joanna Platt. I am a life and relationship coach for high achievers who want to make an impact in the world, but not at the expense of their own lives and personal relationships. When I joined Origin almost two years ago, I was working full time and really, really struggling with not wanting to be working full time and then also really struggling internally about feeling pressure to become a mom, but not seeing a future where I could be the type of mom that I wanted to be and have the type of career that I wanted to have. And now I am self-employed full-time. I quit my job last May and have so much more bandwidth for that and feel while I'm not a mom yet and not actively pursuing that, I can see a shift has happened in my energy and in my world to accommodate that and be the type of mom and wife and woman that I want to be and the type of career person that I want to be. That's amazing. Awesome. Thank you. Naomi. Hi. Hi. I'm Naomi. I am a yoga teacher and a self-care advocate and a wellness expert. And I joined Origin, I think, when you launched it for the second time. So I don't even know how long ago that is exactly, which is a little weird. But there's a woman who was in the very first launch who reached out to me directly saying, I really think that you would love this. Like, I think that you would love, you know, the energy. I think you would love Kate's energy. I think you would love the energy of the program. And, um, and she was totally right. You know, like I, you know, just kind of jumped in and at the time, oh, where were we? So at the time, I think my son had just turned one. So I have two kids. My daughter is about to turn six and my son is about to turn three. And my husband had just joined the military as a much later in life adventure, you know, like in his early thirties, which is not normal actually. And um, (laughs) so we went from, and I went from living in a place where I had lived basically for my entire life to like picking up and moving and having to put myself and my business much more online than I had ever been, which made me really uncomfortable and was really difficult. And so one of the reasons that I really love Origin and have loved being in Origin is, first of all, the community. The community of women in Origin is just phenomenal, like absolutely phenomenal. And I'm in a lot of other boss mom type groups, you know, like women who are running their own businesses. But the community of women in Origin is just really warm and welcoming and non-judgmental. And it also has this element of spirituality and, you know, sort of like a little bit of woo, you know, which is good, but in a way where, you know, if I was talking about my own business, I didn't have to explain as much to people since it's a little bit more out there, I guess, in terms of like traditional, you know, like in a lot of the other online business courses, it's like, you know, I'm an Instagram expert or I'm, you know, like, you know, it's all like very business oriented, but in origin, it's like this incredible you know, band of healers and, you know, like people who are out to revolutionize the world, which is also, you know, why I am so drawn to you too, you know, is that like, part of my mission is to revolutionize motherhood, you know, and to have women rewrite the story of what motherhood, what healthy motherhood feels like to them on their own terms. 
And I just, I love the way that you are living that example. And so for me, it's an incredible inspiration. You know, part of the reason I've stayed is that, you know, even in the moments where I'm struggling with my business online, it's an incredible inspiration of like, no, I can do this. There are other moms doing this, even in this, you know, in all these wildly diverse fields. So Mm. that's my origin story. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you so much. Asha, over to you. Hi. So I'm a mama to two boys and I'm a medicine woman and a spiritual mentor. And I've had a healing practice for the past 15 years in private practice and everything was going okay. But when I found origin, I had just had my second child. And I remember listening to Kate and I was, I was lying next to his crib and I was crying because I was so overwhelmed thinking, how am I going to show up for 30 people tomorrow? And I think he was only five months old. And I just felt like I, I just couldn't hold the space that I was used to holding for so long. So I found Origin, and it was the space for me to expand in a new way, in a way that I was really resisting. I was working, you know, dollar for hour. I was really overwhelmed. I was really burnt out. And I continued to go through those cycles over and over again over the years. And so when I had my second son, I knew something had to change. And Origin was really like this blessing that came into my life to show me a new way so it just said you know your framework and your philosophy and your wisdom and you're just as a mentor I really looked up to how you were doing your business and I love having my own business I love being a mama and I love being a medicine woman so origin helped me blend those things together and I wanted to reach a global audience so it really took me into that transitional phase because I knew that was in my soul for the past probably five years and Origin was the place that made it happen for me. I, I can really say, I know you say you don't want to take responsibility for people's evolution, but I can honestly say that sacred space holding helped my transition and helped my growth so I could spread my wings. So it really has, it really has provided me that space to grow and expand in a way that I feel really, really supported now. And I have way more energy and way more vitality. Mm, so good. Now, Asha... I know you were seeing one-on-one clients about 30 a day, you said? No, it was probably a week. Like, no, a week, yeah. A week, I was going to say. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, about 30 a week. That's a lot still, yes, let's yeah. be honest, yeah. So, and then now you've transitioned and you are online and doing group work, correct? Yeah. Also still group work in person? Not in, um, yes, some in person, some in person. I'm trying to step away from as much in person, but some healing circles in person, maybe four a year, or yeah. probably two a month. Okay. So you've cut that down in half. Yes. Yeah. And what's been possible in your life, kind of from a practical day-to-day or a specific example of what's possible now in your life, having really shifted your schedule so that you're not trading hours for dollars anymore? Well, it's only been a month to be, to be honest, it's been a month to membership, but I've noticed the biggest thing I've noticed is I've had patience with my children. The days that I would see clients and be so overwhelmed and burnt out, they would come home and I just wouldn't, I just wouldn't have that bandwidth or that space to hold that space for them in the same way that I do. I've noticed this huge shift in presence. I know that's not super practical, but no, it is like, yeah, just, just presence and energy, the energetic, abundance I have now 
to offer my children and my husband is everything. And it's been three weeks of that. And I've, it's almost brings tears because I feel like it's, it, that's the most important thing in my life. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. That's so powerful to follow up on that. I'm curious. So you mentioned the, the space holding and the community really just kind of holding you to your highest, which is huge. And I love that about origin as well. I feel held by the community as well. And I'm curious, was there anything else, a specific teaching or a framework or a philosophy that allowed you to make this transition from all in person to mostly online so that you could have that bandwidth freed up? Yes, I think it was specific actually around some of the business teachings that I received from Origin. So through your how-tos, I really listened to them. I took notes. I really, I really used Origin as, or I use Origin almost as though I'm investing in a coaching relationship with somebody like I'm stepping up and I'm meeting the energy that's offered there and I feel like the practical business advice is so needed in my spiritual community in the new age realm to mix that business and spiritual energy together that's what I feel is so important about origin and so amazing about origin amazing that's great thank you so much now I would love to ask you Simran in this transition around you know, having your first son and kind of figuring out that ebb and flow between being on maternity leave, then working and figuring out how to work it all together. You have really taken on the cyclical planning in a way that really, I mean, I've never heard of such a thing. It was so beautiful to read. So can you explain? Now, I just want the listeners to know this is totally like, varsity level. Like, I mean, she has taken this really amazing, but I was so inspired. So one of the things we talk about in origin is that we are cyclical beings as women. And we have actually a hormonal cycle that cycles every 28 days ish, but our world has been set up for men. Of course, we live in a patriarchy that we're working on changing, obviously, but our world is set up for a men's cyclical experience, which is cyclical shifts every 24 hours. And so I learned a lot about this from Elisa Viti, who wrote Women Code and her cycle syncing practice. And then we've sort of taken it beyond that within origin to also look at the cyclical nature, obviously, of the moon for women who aren't cycling or who want to follow you know, a galactic being as well. I find that really to hold me. And then also the cyclical nature of projects. So anyway, there's a lot more on that in the membership itself. But Simran, I would love to just know, what did you do? How's it working? And how have you employed that in your life? Great question. So I'm going to take a step back. I think so much of this comes from the motivation of, I absolutely hate housework. And I love being in the flow of my business. It's what puts me into that, you know, creation space. And I've always really been very cyclical to begin with, I think, ever since I had my first cycle. But I never gave myself the permission to be that way out loud, if that makes sense. And so origin has really been, that's one of the biggest shifts that occurred for me around the same time that I joined origin of just being loud and proud, I guess, about, you know, how I'm functioning as a person. So for me, what I ended up doing, you talk about the four stages of the cycles and is it okay to yeah. kind of walk them? Absolutely. Okay. So 
For me, I had always been doing kind of the fertile void stage, which I consider the first stage of just rest and recovery and daydreaming and manifesting. And like that was my space of like being in my body, feeling my body. But then the other three stages were not concrete for me before that. And I didn't used to call it the fertile void. I love that name, though. So what I've kind of done is I've taken all of the aspects of my life, you know, the household, the business, the parenting, broke it all down. And I will take a sidestep and say this. I've always been a systems person. You talk about Mike is really into systems. Like, I don't remember a time of my life where I wasn't systems oriented or entrepreneurial. So this kind of just comes naturally to me. I'm just like detailed organization around stuff. But I took all those different functions and then I took what you had explained was Pareto's principle of the 80-20 rule is in one of the, the how-tos, the earlier how-tos in origin. And I took basically all of that and decided what was the 20% that was getting me the results on all of the different activities. And I scheduled them based on what cycle they kind of best work for for me. So I think the comment I had left for you that I think is probably what you're referring to is like laundry happens once a month in our house. It doesn't happen constantly. It's just cycled out so that, you know, it happens during that fertile void period because I have the least amount of resent for it at that time because I'm already in a very daydreamy kind of space. And so I can think and do it at the same time where it's not taking me away from my computer work or whatever. You know, dishes is like a daily thing. You can't really avoid that, but I do it only at night. Like we just, it's not part of, so even in that, it's like the day-to-day -day cyclical, it's the weekly cyclical, it's the monthly cyclical that I've been really looking at, you know, where is my 20% going to the best use at what time of day, what time of week, what time of month? And then for myself personally, like you said, you know, following the moon or a galactic being or something, because I have a theme I'm bringing on. I wanted to be able to extend that to the whole team. And because everybody's cycle is different, we actually follow a sun cycle instead. Because I'm an Aries that really works well me for me. Yes. So <laughs> so we do the first week of every month, no matter what, is fertile void. And great. I've given them that space that if you're on a different cycle, you are totally entitled to work on your cycle just one month ahead. So that when we come to the space that, you know, everyone's on fertile void. If you're doing something else, cool, but know that the whole rest of the team is on fertile void that week. And then we do all the activities for, let's say, I think I had explained to you, podcast scripting and ideas is fertile void week for me because it's, again, that playing with ideas. Mm -hmm. But then I actually get down and like outline the next week in emergence, what's going to happen in the podcast and what's going to happen with like whatever coding in the backside of the website or whatever, like those things that are kind of technical, but not in super detail. They're just outlines. They happen in emergence. And then invisibility, that's the time where like all the social media is getting planned out because I'm, you know, it's getting posted, it's getting scheduled. Or like I had mentioned to you, I am out and about. I'm in the community. I am networking. I am on I think I had mentioned I do freezer cooking during Fertile Void so that all of Visibility Week, we eat healthy, but nothing is fresh. I'm going to be totally honest about that. It's all just 
coming out of the freezer, pop it in the oven. It's going to be warmed up in time for dinner, but I'm getting home at the absolute last minute because I'm out there just pounding the pavement in a way, but not in a bad way because it's just, that's my energy that week. That week is the week that I'm feeling good about being out and having conversations and I'm aligned and everything comes out of my mouth in a much better way. Like I'm a medium of some sort of whatever message I need. And so I'm able to work with clients in a different way. Like Asha was saying, that's my week where I would see 30 people, yeah. but then not do it the rest of the month. Right. So it just, I kind of just matched everything up. If you were to see my calendar, it's like color coded according to the cycles. And then I have literally everything matched up for what function of the business or the house or the parenting is happening that week. And it flows really well. I know this works only because of how systematic I am, but it flows really well. It makes things predictable for me. And then what's wonderful in a, a time phase like this, where, um, like I mentioned, I'm pregnant, I'm not really feeling up to it right now at all, period. <laughs> and so we've worked ahead two cycles already. So it gives me the space to just be like, I'm really going to be in fertile void right now. And that's okay. Yeah, And that is what origin really gave me of just that permission, because I see like, even though I'm really good at manifesting things, sometimes I create my own resistance afterwards and then I don't enjoy what I manifested. <laughs> so this is really just giving me the space to just enjoy the things I'm manifesting and just sit there and be with them and be okay with it. And to understand that things are cyclical, like, I already in my heart, am like, okay, January next year, I'm going to do this because I know that pregnancy is finite. Like it's an experience. It's not happening to me forever. And so origin really gave me that mindset shit of not a shift of not feeling like, oh my God, this is the be all end all of my business forever now. And like, that's what maternity leave can sometimes feel like though, when you're yeah. just the sole business owner. And this is such in contrast to what I experienced the first time because I went on maternity leave and I went back to work for two months and then he got sick and I was like on and off and on and off for the next six months, like barely getting to work properly, which for me was also already a trigger because I had had that experience with my parents, like not two years before that caregiving for them. And so I was getting in a place of like, oh, I never get to work when I'm really in flow. And so this gives me the space where even if I don't get to work when I'm flow, I know that I did work at some other point when I was in flow and I worked ahead. And so I'm like, totally calm. I want you to, I'm like, can I get a workshop? Like, <laughs> I mean, I understand that the spark came from origin, but it's really next level. So, okay. Backing up, I have some questions. <laughs> so you essentially rather than following, obviously you're not having a cycle right now because you're pregnant. So, right. Right. so when you're describing the fertile void or emergence visibility, you really are, you have just decided that there's a week during the month for each of those things. And that's how you work. So I didn't originally start like that with origin. I was going based off of the lunar cycle because I wasn't cycling at that time either. And then when I did cycle for a very short period of time, I tried to shift back to my own cycle. And so that's what inspired for me, actually, that third option of I'm going to accept that I'm cyclical, but I'm also going to step into the fact that for me, conveniently, I am a sun sign, right? 
So that works so well for me that I really am charged up by that energy. And I can go according to what is the regular calendar, which is based on the sun, but still treat it cyclically. So even when I explain this to like my clients, for example, I tell them like, pick the one of the three that makes the most sense for you. For me, this sun cycle made sense because again, like I said, I want to extend this to a team. And it's hard when you're matching up women's cycles throughout the month. Yeah. Right. It's really good when you're just yeah. individually doing it for you. It's slightly easier on the lunar cycle because that is still standard, but it just was a little harder to say like on the X Thursday of the month at this time, we do this thing and it always happens because the lunar cycle changes. And yeah. so for this, I really, as a person just craves stability, craves certainty like that is where I thrive. And so for me, it was like, I'm acknowledging all of the information that goes with it. But at the same time, I'm just going to put a little tweak on it to work for me. And then that's why I also kind of gave that caveat to like my web developer and everyone else. I'm like, if you feel like you're on a different cycle, be on a different cycle. I'm not going to try to control you, but just try to match up with what needs to still end up getting done because we are still results driven. Of course. Yeah. And that's very obvious from listening to you. So when you say you're organizing, I just like have to ask more questions. So when you say you're organizing it according to the sun cycle, you mean according to the months that are on the calendar? Yeah. Or, yeah. or, or do you mean when the sun is in Aries versus when the sun is in Taurus versus, you know what I mean? No, just definitely by the calendar. So it's like, you know, whatever is telling me that the first week of January is, that's the first week of January, that's fertile void. Beautiful. Um, yeah. Great. And then like I take, for example, all my vacations that I take for myself, just because as a mom, I need to decompress sometimes. Mm -hmm. I always do them during fertile void because again, that's my energy of like, it feels like I'm off, but maybe my brain is not necessarily off and it's still okay. You know, I might be watching a movie, but then I'm suddenly getting an idea for work. And so right. it's that fertile void energy where I'm just not catering to anybody that week, <laughs> but you know, it works for me. So I love it. I'm it's really about tweaking it for yourself. And I think the biggest thing for all the women in origin is just becoming super hyper aware for a temporary period of time of like, who are you? What are your habits? What works for you? What puts you into that flow, that need to just do the work and you're not focusing on anything else? And origin can really help you get there. Beautiful. Thank you so much. This is, that was great. Love it. All right. Awesome. So I'd love to know, Joanna, what was it in origin specifically that helped you to make the leap to quit your job and feel like, yeah, I can be, I can be self-employed and make this leap to full-time coaching, full-time my own business. So for me, actually, it was a pivot from focusing on one-on-one -on -one coaching to creating a membership. And I remember so vividly, I was with some other entrepreneurs at a happy hour, having a complete meltdown about just feeling like so much pressure and one-on-one -on -one client work. And I was like, I don't want to do one-on-one -on -one client work. I just want to have a membership. And you had like teased that there was going to be a how-to later that month about how to do a membership. And so I like set my calendar, I watched the thing, and then I 
went through Stu McLaren's launch as well and just got so excited about the idea. And that was the thing that kind of made my husband and I believe that there's no way that I could build a membership and be working full time. Something just had to give and I, that was that. So, and then I, you know, talk about woo woo. I will say that I, behind the scenes was doing my own spiritual work. And I believe that in every season there is a lesson that you need to learn. And in my full-time job, there absolutely was a lesson that I needed to learn. And I made a commitment about two months prior to that, maybe three, that I was gonna learn that lesson. And the lesson for me was, I'm gonna take responsibility for the part of the project that I'm responsible for. I'm not responsible for the totality of this project. And I was taking that on. And I said, you know what? Like there are ways that I could maneuver around people and try to get this thing done, but that's not my job. Like time out, I'm gonna focus on the thing that I need to focus on. And then the big project wrapped up in February. That whole thing happened in March with pivoting to want to do a membership. And simultaneously, my tax return came and it was the appropriate amount of money that I needed to financially quit my job. And so I think those three things aligned perfectly to help me make that transition. And I worry actually that if I hadn't made that commitment to stop this pattern that I had of having an overdeveloped sense of responsibility, I probably would be working on that project this January. Mm. Yeah, that's very powerful. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. Awesome. Now, Naomi, I would like to know how has being a part of Origin, whether it's something in the community or a specific lesson, how has it shifted the way you run your business? So if you could paint a picture for me of, you know, what it was like running your business before and what it's like now and what has shifted. So my business in a lot of ways has radically changed in the last three years, right? Because it used to be, I mean, so I've been teaching yoga for 14 years, which is actually a really long time. (laughs) Yeah, it is. And I had built, you know, for over a decade in, you know, the the Washington DC area, I had built a really steady, really recognizable, like I I was, you know, one of the best known teachers in the area. Like people went to me for teacher trainings. Like I had a really good solid in-person career. And when my daughter was born, and this was way before Origin, I kind of realized things needed to shift because I was just doing a lot, but it didn't change. (laughs) You know, I just kept doing a lot. And then my son was born and I was like, I really can't keep doing this. But I did because I'm super type A. Like I am like there's this like stereotype about yoga teachers that we're all like we and like all laid back and chill, but I am super type A and like the opposite of that in every possible way. Yeah. So literally like the week after my son was born, I was sending out a newsletter to my people about like I gave birth and these are the things that are happening and work with me. You know, it was like crazy. And I didn't really have the luxury of taking time off. And so when I joined Origin, we had already moved away from the DC area. I had already put my business online and was trying to figure out like how I could turn my 
yoga practice and also, you know, like I built, I've been building out self-care and wellness programs for a while. And I've been, you know, mixing in my studies with Ayurveda and so cyclical living in a lot of ways was already a part of that, but it was a little bit different. You know, when we first moved, I was trying to figure out how to transform that offline business into an online business and how to make it smooth. And it wasn't like, it was really, really hard. So when I came into origin, I was like, I'm kind of at my wits end here. And I don't, I don't really know if this is doable. I don't know if this is sustainable. You know, like I felt, you know, sort of like, not so much like giving up, like, cause I'm not that person, but I just, I sort of felt like I didn't really know what my options were in terms of streamlining, you know, like in terms of making it simpler because I try to make everything harder all the time. <laughs> like again, type A kind of a tendency. <laughs> And so what I feel like origin gave me in a lot of ways, because, and I should back up and say, like, I've always been like a very proud, like feminist bleeder, like, yeah, you know, like I bleed, I love my cycles. Like, you know, this doesn't proud feminist bleeder. I have never heard that. That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I mean, some people get really like, you know, they think of their cycles as like a problem, you know, or as, you know, as an inconvenience or as, actually something even to be ashamed of. And I kind of always looked at it as like, this is a gift. Mm. And so when that first lesson in origin, you know, because it was like Alyssa Vitti was like right there and she was like, your cycle is a gift. I was like, yes. But then, you know, when it sort of tied in with this idea of like, hey, you can take a break sometimes. And in fact, taking a break is really beneficial. And in fact, if you don't take a break, which, you know, by the way, like this was a part of what I taught. I just didn't do it. <laughs> like, <Yeah>. you know, <laughs> if you, you know, if you can, you know, step back and take a break, it'll give you perspective. And so a lot of what I started to do, like after I first put my business online was I said, okay, the model, the way that I'm doing it. So the way that I'd done it at first was I would do these like online yoga series where people could sign up for six weeks at a time. But it basically meant that like every three weeks I had to start promoting again. Right. So like, yeah, you know, and so it was just, it was a lot. And so what I realized first was I wanted to transition into a membership model, which I did, but that also like, if I wanted to make it simpler, it wasn't about necessarily like creating more content. It was more just about like getting clear about what my content was and using that over and over again in different ways, which, you know, like is very much, I think, a part of the do less mentality. Like, I think that's something that I heard loud and clear from you was you don't have to reinvent the wheel every single time, you know, you can take that same wheel and, you know, like show people a different side and, you know, and so I think that's, you know, even though I still struggle with taking rest and taking breaks and pulling back, I've gotten a lot better at it. And I've gotten a lot better at saying when I feel myself in a cycle, whether it's like the actual cycle that I'm in or whether it's just like in that day, when I feel myself waning, it's like, okay, stop pushing. Mm. You know, like, I think the biggest thing that I've learned from origin is like, stop pushing, you know, just pull back and give yourself some perspective. And then you'll see a lot more clearly than if you're just like forcing your way through. That's amazing. Thank you. Yeah. I think that, you know, the only, obviously there are times to power through, but I've just been thinking a lot lately 
you know, I had a V-back earlier this year, so it was my first time pushing a baby out. And so anytime somebody talks about stop pushing, I'm like, you know, really the only time in my life, like that I really needed to push <laughs> was birthing Ruby and the other times I didn't need to. So thank you for that. <laughs> that was great. So I'd love to know as we wrap up here, and I did want to say that all of the links to these women's amazing work are in the show notes. So please check them out. And also what I would love to know is, and this is for everybody and we'll just go around. If you were to be able to go back in time and speak to yourself at the moment that you decided that origin was going to be right for you or that something needed to shift because maybe it wasn't origin. What would you say to yourself? And if you can remember, did you have hesitations? Were there, was there resistance? And if so, what was it? And what would you have said to yourself? So yeah, Joanna, go ahead. So I would have said that it's okay that you're not a mom and that origin is perfect for you, even though you're not a mom yet. I did have some resistance around that, but it so spoke to my soul that I wanted to join. And I kind of was like, whatever, it, it's fine that I'm not a mom. And maybe I asked that during the launch and was reassured that, that that was okay, but that's absolutely okay. There are a lot of moms in origin and that's actually great for me. I like the model of a new type of motherhood and being in this community of women, it makes me feel held and I don't know. I think there's something about my inner child maybe that needed mm. the community of moms that are in origin. And so it doesn't matter if you're a mom or not. And if you're going to be a mom or not using the energy and having the framework of the upward cycle of success and the self-source scheduling is invaluable for any woman. Mm. Thank you. That's beautiful. I do, I really do agree. And, and this, you know, one of the major upgrades that we've made to origin is that the focus has moved from motherhood and entrepreneurship to reclaiming our time and energy as women. And you touched on this so beautifully. There's a remothering of ourselves that happens in that process that is so critical for every, everybody who, honestly, everybody on the planet, but certainly everybody who identifies as a woman. So, and honestly, really everybody. And just to be clear, we, we're actually, you know, have been having the conversation within, within our company. Well, is this a, is this a program only for women and why, and you know, whatever. And so we've, we've decided that it is for people who identify as women and people who identify as non-binary. So that is what we have decided. So if you're listening and that's you, Come on in. Okay, who else wants to go? Simran, did you put your hand up? Or, or no, you didn't. Okay, Asha it definitely is putting it up. Go for it, Asha. For me at the time, I actually was questioning the financial investment because I was really looking to transition and just letting some stuff go. And I didn't have you know a lot of income coming in. But what I realized there was that even getting one bit of wisdom like even getting one bit of wisdom, even a sentence sometimes from the Maven masterclasses were like life-changing to me. So the value in just, in just an energetic imprint or one sentence, 
I just, after the first month, I was like, this is way more than I ever expected. So that was like, I guess I was just really, really grateful for just little bits of inspiration I could get. I had a newborn, so I wasn't able to listen to everything at once, but I realized it would be there for me. And that if I got that one little bit of wisdom, it was more than enough for me and it was life-changing. So, and, and I'm Canadian too. So it was, the exchange was you know, it was a bit of a, a leap for me. So I really, but I trusted in that and it was more than I expected. Mm, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. Who wanted to go next? Naomi? So sort of in the same vein of what Asha just said, I think for me, I tend to be in that category of like, I want everything to make sense all at once. <laughs> and <laughs> I want to get it all at once. Like I want it to all be transmitted into me and immediately be an expert because that's how I am. And so my big resistance was, you know, not so much in, you know, the, the content, but like, you know, will it be valuable? Like, will it, will it really help? And what I realized, you know, because there were some months where I didn't listen to anything at all, where I was like barely in the group and I was just sort of like trying to get through my own life, you know, like just trying to, to make sense of things. And then I would remember, oh yeah, that's right. I'm an origin. Let me check in. And I would listen to a Maven Masterclass or I would listen to a how-to lesson and it would be exactly what I needed. Mm. It would, let, it would give me that one insight, you know, that one line or that one thing to kind of hold on to and say, okay, that makes sense. I can work on that. You know, and I'm still actually working on your year-end planning, like right now, still towards the end of January, because I'm just moving through it slowly. And, and I realized, like, that's okay. You know, like, I do it when I have these little bursts of time. And so... You know, the thing that I would remind myself is that there isn't a perfect time and there isn't like a perfect lesson and there isn't like, you're not going to get it all at once. And that's okay because you'll get it when you need it. Mm. I mean, if that isn't a good life philosophy, (laughs) I don't know what is. So thank you for trusting your timing and thank you for trusting Origins timing. That's awesome. Simran, did you want to, did you want to answer this one? Yeah, absolutely. So for me, there was never really a question of whether I was going to, you know, join Origin. I had been following you, I think, for the last six years or so. Wow. Back feng Shui from Financial Freedom, which when I told my husband today, I'm like, I'm going to talk to Kate. He's like, you are going to feng shui the whole house all over again, aren't you? And I was like, no, it's calm down. Like, totally different decision, <laughs> you know. Um, but... What I would have gone back in time and said was that when I got that email about your very first origin launch, I think it was like maybe right at the end of my maternity leave. And I was like, I don't have time. I wish I could go back and erase that statement from my mind and have joined right then instead of waiting like a whole nother year after that. Because then I didn't realize at that point there was going to be a wait list and that you can't get in all of the time. And I was like, once I figured that out, I was like, oh my God, what did I do? And so I just kind of was like on the fringe waiting to get the email to be like, oh, it's time again. You know, doors are open. So I would say I could have had everything I have now, but like a year and a half before that peace of mind, if I had just signed up at that time. So I would say if anybody's doubting it, like don't doubt it do it, sign up right now. 
if you don't feel the impact, you're not able to apply it, then, you know, okay. But give it a try because this is like something that can really drastically change your life for the positive if you just take even like a tenth of what's being taught. And if you go and really try to apply it to your life, then you can transform your entire life. And that is absolutely amazing and what we're all out here to do. So I would just say, I wish I could go back in time and that's it. But I'm really happy where I'm at right now with it. Awesome. Thank you so much. Well, ladies, this has been a pleasure. Just for you listening, I didn't ask them to say anything in particular. So (laughs) these were completely unprompted messages, just so you know. Um, So thank you. I mean, my heart is warmed by this conversation and, and watching each of you transform and blossom has also been such a gift. Is there anything anyone else wants to make sure to say before we close out? Any final words? Okay. Well, thank you again for being here. Please go to the show notes, check out these women's work. And also, if you want to join Origin, go to origincollective.com. The doors are only open for a short time more. And as Simran said, we do close the doors and you can't just, like, we're actually serious about that. <laughs> You'd be really yeah, they are. <laughs> while, you're, while we're open. So thank you all. Have beautiful days and you are all a gift. Thank you. So for years, I've been thinking about holding and hosting a high-level mastermind, paid mastermind, for a small group of women who really want to go deep over a long period of time to take their businesses to the next level. I've had the opportunity to be in close conversation with a lot of business owners who are further along in their journey than me and kind of learn things behind the scenes while we're making eggs in the morning or like curled up on the couch with tea at night. And those opportunities have been so valuable for our business growth. And I want to offer that kind of small, intimate, going deep opportunity. And so I finally decided there were a couple of signs. It is time. And I am officially opening doors to the Origin Incubator. So this is for entrepreneurs who identify as female, who are well established. So you have consistent revenue, you have consistent customers, you more or less know what your offerings are. And it's high level, and it's going to be small, only 10 women and some of those spots are already filled. So if this sounds good to you, and you would like to work with me quite closely in 2019, and also have an opportunity to work a little bit with Mike throughout, head over to origincollective.com forward slash incubator. So again, that's origincollective.com forward slash incubator, and you can learn more about the program and you can learn about how you can apply. I hope to see you in the program.